Ray. I'm Mick McGee, and my dad said I can do a podcast. It's so cool. So I want to do a podcast, and we're going to do one about reading books, and not only so many type of books, but very spooky books. That's right. And we're going to have stories, and Miss Nicole is here, and we got a lot of cookies. We got a lot of grandma cookies. I love cookies so much. <laughs> I love it. Enjoy the podcast. Drum solo. Do you like books? I like books. I like spooky, spooky, scary, scary, spooky, spooky, spooky. Grandma's cookies. For bed, honey. Aw, can't I just finish this video? Mom? I thought you had to work tonight. We weren't busy, so I came home early. I didn't hear the car pull up. It's not in the driveway. Mom? I'm, I'm frightened. <laughs> what happened to Mom? Oh. Hey everybody, I'm Mick McGee and my co-host Nikki. We are going to bring you a little bite-sized horror today. Nikki, what are we talking about? Well, today we are talking about Coraline. Caroline? I love Caroline. No, Coraline. Coralimes? I don't like limes. I like lemons. Well, Coraline, Coraline is a story written by Neil Gaiman. It was turned into a movie, but as with everything else, the book is always better. Books are always better. Why is the book better? The book is better because it has more details in it. It goes deeper <gasps> into the story. Yay! Little buttonholes and eyes. So if you have never seen or read Coraline before, it is about a little girl who falls into a world where she finds that she has another mother. And her other mother is everything she wants her mother to be. She is a great cook. She spends all of her time worrying about Coraline. And she gives sweets, right? Lots yes. of candy. Is it? Oh, I like other mother already. And she promises to love Coraline forever. Just so long as Coraline will never leave her. Oh. And Coraline will let her sew buttons onto her eyes. I like, I had a friend once that I tried sew buttons on their eyes. And they didn't like me after that. The people want to sew buttons. Where's Coraline? I want to sew some buttons, too. Well, I don't know that you want to sew buttons on a Coraline's eyes. She didn't really like that. Aw, that's a pity. Tell me more about a Coraline. She can never, ever, ever leave other mother? Not even to play basketball. No, not for any reason. And that's one of the scariest things about it. Not trick-or-treating? 
but nope. we we gotta go ding dong ding dong we got this chicka 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 we got some candy I got candy do you have some candy no nope. yep and the deeper she gets into the world she more she realizes that it's falling apart around her that it was never real never real hmm. kind of like my imaginary sister. Mommy's like, oh, you gotta like, no, it's imaginary. Kind of like that, yeah. I always blamed it on my sister. I go, oh no, I didn't break it. My sister did. Can Caroline be my sister? <gasps> oh, all the buns we can play with. You said she likes buns, right? No, no, Coraline oh. does not like buttons. Well, that's okay. Neither did my imaginary sister, Caroline. They could be twins. Tell me more. So the world's falling. Is the sky is the sky falling? It just falls apart? <gasps> well, I think you'll have to read the book to find out. I oh reading. Oh, how do we read? <gasps> Who's this by? Where can I get it? I so, want this book. So it is by Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. Oh. And you can find certainly a copy at your local library or your school's library. Yeah. But I want if, to get the book and I can read it and I can I can read it to my mommy and daddy. Yeah, that's a good idea. How and the about nice my thing about Mary's sister, can I read it to her? Well, the nice thing about Coraline is you can enjoy it pretty much whoever you are. <gasps> yeah, I'm a whoever I am. I'm one of those. I can enjoy it. I can't wait. <gasps> oh, I, I, so I'm going to go to my library and I'm going to go give me Coraline and some candy. Because they might give me candy, too. I like libraries. They're fun. It's a whole new magical world of books. And sometimes I can't reach the book just yet. So I can get a little bit taller. And my arms extend. And then I grab the books and I start reading them. And the person's like, you only read one at a time. Like, I can read five at a time. Like, no, just one. Like, no, I want to read all five. I want to read a story about Coraline who goes to the stars and they sprinkle the animals that talk. Well, there's an animal that talks in Coraline, too. What animal talks in Coraline? I hope is something small. Uh, he is small. He is a little black cat <gasps> that helps her. Kitty cat, kitty cat, kitty cat, yay! And he helps her transverse through the other world and battle the other mother. Battle. Kitty cats go, chickity stick top. Yeah. I like kitty cats. Kitty cats like me. Yeah. Oh, this Coraline sounds awesome. I can't wait to read it. But you know what else I can't wait to read? What, Mick? I can't wait to read this Submission of a story. Someone wrote a story just for us. I'm not going to read it. I'm not going to read it. Oh, that's so exciting. 
Yeah, Harry Pepper, Harry Pepper, Harry Pepper came and and they wrote us a story. Can I read? Can I please, please, please? Can I please read a story? Please, yes, please. absolutely. Yay! Okay, 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 okay. So we 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 said like send us a story and and Haley Piper sent us a story to read and it was the best story. I can't wait to share it. It's a very exciting story. It's about a locket. It's about a little piece of jewelry. And you put a little picture inside as a necklace. I love it so much. I love my locket. Let me see. The locket by Haley Pepper. Welcome to your unique antiques. Is there anything I can help you find? A raspy old feminine voice calls from the corner. The star is dark and has a distinct musty smell. I'm scared. It's a dark. I don't like that dark. Oh, do you think there's light in the store too? Oh, there usually is. Don't worry. It's just a story. Okay. Maybe there's, maybe there's light. Okay. Yes. Actually, I'm going to look for a gift for my wife's birthday. He replied, yay, a wife's like a mom. I like it. I want one for my mom's birthday. I'm going to buy a locket, just like this one. It'd be awesome. I'll go to a store. I'm not afraid of the dark. Uh-uh. I'll go to a store. I ain't afraid of the dark. <laughs> and then the, the jewelry is right over here. The woman responds without hesitation. Leading you towards the back of the store, where there's more light, I hope. You follow her lead and spy the glass jewelry case. It's crammed full of all kinds of trinkets, ornaments, and knickknacks. I love knickknacks. Don't you love knickknacks, Nikki? It's part of her name, knickknack, knickknack, Nikki knack. <laughs> you want a knickknack? Alexa, what's your favorite knickknack? Oh, I don't like knickknacks. They too often have uh, dark things connected to them. Oh, not spookies. <gasps> Maybe this one will be different. Okay, let's see. She'll like any of these, the woman urges. You look through the dusty glass case trying to find anything your wife would like when something suddenly catches your eye. You see a beautiful ornate gold locket that looks like it's almost shimmering, begging you to choose it. Take me, take me, take me. Just like Coraline said within the eyes. And we got the, no, she didn't like the eyes, did she? That's a pity. I like sewing buttons on eyes. But this locket said, I'll take that one. You say pointing at the locket. Almost mesmerized. It has the word eyes in it, doesn't it? Eyes. Mesmerized. What does mesmerized mean? It means so fascinated by something that you can't look away. <gasps> Just like that frog I found. Ribbit, ribbit, hoppity, hop, hop. I love that, Mr. Froggy. I gave him air and things that happily happen to do stuff, and he's all my best friends still. Okay, mesmerized like my froggy happily hop. Oh, that's a special one, replies the woman. 
There's quite the story behind it, too. As long as not possessed or hot. Oh, this might be haunted. You joke. But the woman's dad is back at you. Seriously, not even cracking a smile. This locket came to the store about 20 years ago. The lady that sold it was just left in her house. <gasps> when she moved in, that lady found the locket and she's like, I want to give it away. And the, inside the picture of the Navy sailor, <gasps> my dad was a sailor. And what if it's his picture? You think it's his picture? I don't know. Does it look like him? Uh, it might be. He had, let me see, uh, a picture of a Navy sailor and he was a sailor. So it could be. Yeah, it's a picture of my daddy. And the lady was told the sailor gave a locket to his wife before he had to go away. Oh, but he never came back home. And she kept the locket until she dies. That's sad. That is sad. Yeah. But I think this locket, if someone found a locket like that, it's got a lot of character. And I believe my wife will love it. How much? How much for a locket, you think? How much would you pay for a special shiny, shiny locket? Five dollars, right? More, less, 50 cents. I don't know. How much? I think it depends on what it's made of and who it belonged to. Gold. It's made of gold. Gold. It's all gold. That would be pretty expensive. <gasps> oh, oh. Let's call it an even $50, says the woman. <gasps> you buy the locket. Yeah, we got a locket. We got a locket. And we leave the store. As you pull the, out of the parking lot, you glance back at the shop and see the old woman watching you for frightened look. <gasps> she looks like, oh, no. They got a locket. And one of the lockets evil now. Do you like evil lockets? <gasps> They're so fun to play with. <laughs> I like them, as long as it's not dark and scary. Once home, you find a picture of yourself that happens to be your wife's favorite, favorite picture. And you're just finding that small picture that your mom's always like, this is my favorite picture of you, Angel. And I'm like, yeah, mom, it's my favorite picture too. Because we're doing cool stuff. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with selling buttons, I promise. And they look so nice inside that locket. Taking one last look at that picture of the sailor. You know, his smile looks almost forced. <sighs> You think you might be imagining stuff, but it seems like his eyes are following you at every move. As you remove the sailor's picture, you swear it looks like he's he's laughing at you. The picture doesn't laugh, does it? Is there any pictures in Coraline that laugh? Not in Coraline, but in some other books. Uh-oh. So pictures do laugh at people? Sometimes in stories, but not normally in the real world. Okay, well, maybe this is a good laugh. You, you toss his picture and you place the one into an oval shape opening. 
You start to feel very strange. Like you had a soda with more sugar and more candy. Can I have more candy, please? I want candy. Aha! Okay, your world goes very black. A couple of seconds. And gravity no longer holds you down. Because you're floating. You're floating above. And when the light returns, you see the Navy sailor. No longer a picture. But it's a new man standing in front of you. You're so very close to him. It almost feels like he's holding you in his hand. That's so nice. Because the sailor must be so big. Uh Uh-oh. No. He looks down at you and he's definitely laughing. Why is he so much laughing? You try to say something I want to say. Hello, sailor. Hi. But all you can do is smile. And look up at him fearfully. This doesn't have a happy ending, does it? You see the locker door close. And then, darkness. Oh, no, not darkness. I want the light. Oh, that's a spooky story, Haley. That's a spooky story. Any light and happy. Oh, or candy. If we have some candy, do we have candy? That was a very spooky story, Haley. Thank you for submitting that. Oh, spookies. I'm spooky. <laughs> Did you like the spooky story, Mac? Hey, yeah, I do. A little bit scared. But I like candy more. Can't be scared of candy. That'd be cool. I want some candy. And another story. Do you have another story for me? Give me another story, Nikki, please. So we do have another story. Yeah, another story. This one is about a little girl just getting home to see her parents after visiting her grandmother. Oh, I like grandma. Grandma's nice. She gives me candy and cookies. But I don't tell no one. Shh. All right, are you ready? Yeah, tell, 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 start, tell, start, tell, start, tell, 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 tell. I'm home, Candace bellowed, running through the apartment door. She slammed it behind her, causing her ancient beagle Roxy to bellow from the living room. She'd been at her grandmother's for the past week, and she hadn't missed Roxy. You don't have to shout, silly, Dad called, coming out of the kitchen. He was wiping his wet hands on a towel. Oh, sorry, I thought you'd be in your studio, Candace said. Nope, Dad grinned. You hungry? Brownies should be done soon. Candace looked past Dad into the kitchen. There was a row of plates in the dish drainer. The smell of rich chocolate wafted from the oven. Had Dad really been cooking? Is Daddy still at work, she asked, as Dad scooped her up in a big hug. He's taking a nap, Dad replied. It's great to see you, baby. You too. Is everything okay? Well, of course it is, Dad laughed. He grabbed her backpack and headed for the laundry room with it. What are you doing, Candace asked. Getting these dirty clothes in the wash, he replied. Candace followed after him. The laundry room was normally a mess. Daddy, a lawyer, and Dad, an artist, weren't the Marie Kondo sort. But now the place was spotless. 
The floor swept, the old soap stains scrubbed from the top of the dryer. Candace smelled bleach. She smelled the brownies and coffee, but there was another smell, too, under all those pleasant scents. A rotting, sweet smell. It was like the time Roxy pulled a half-eaten chicken behind the couch and no one had found it for weeks. I'll go tell Daddy I'm home, Candace said. No, don't wake him, Dad said. He was tossing her clothes in the washer. When he was finished, she handed her the backpack. Go put this away, then we'll have some of those brownies. I've been waiting for you to get home. I'm starved. Candace hurried back to her room. Here again, things were far cleaner than normal. Had Dad cleaned in here too? Her floor was clear, freshly vacuumed. How's your painting coming? Candace called. Oh, I'll, I'll show you later, he replied. The sick, sweet smell was worse in her room. Maybe this was the cause of Dad's frantic cleaning, trying to find where it was coming from. It distracted her for a moment from Dad not wanting to share his painting. She'd never known him to not want to share his work with her before. Stepping out of her room, the smell was even worse. Candace sniffed the air, trying to figure out what was going on. The smell, rancid and thick, was coming from her dad's bedroom. Without waiting, she pulled open the door. The scent hit her, and she gagged. There were two lumps on the bed under the covers. Flies were swirling in the room. Two lumps, about the same size as her dad's. Candace, hurry up, the thing in her dad's skin called. I'm starving. Oh, that's that. That's scary, too. That's scary, scary. That was scary, but sometimes it's fun to be scared. Yeah, I really like the brownie part. I want brownies. Can I have some? Please. I'll be a lump. I'm a lump. I'm just a lump. That, but so do they what happened to Candace? What do you think happened to Candace? Well, I think she has her last brownie. And oh no, my two dads. It's like that it's like the TV show, my two dads. Or two and a half somethings, I don't know. Who knows anymore? Maybe Candace gets away. Yeah, I think Candace gets away because she's like, a brownie power. I got too much brownies and she runs to her grandma's house and her grandma brings her more cookies and brownies a lot. That's what I think happens. Yeah. What do you guys think happened? I don't know. I don't know. That's a spooky, spooky story. Can, can I tell a story too? Absolutely. Okay. This is called Brownies. I can't wait. So I I went to my grandma's house and I, and I got some brownies. And then she said, you want cookies? I'm like, yeah, grandma, give me cookies too. Please, please, please. Because mommy and daddy say, they always say please when he's asked for brownies and cookies. And so, yeah, yeah. And she gave them to me and I ate all the brownies and all the cookies. And then, and then I went and I ate more cookies and brownies at my mommy and daddy's house. It was awesome. I can't wait for more. And then I ate more and I ate more 
And then I, I started getting sleepy. I started getting sleepy, sleepy. And Grandma's like, why don't you lay down? You look sleepy. I said, okay, Grandma. But just one thing. She said, what, darling? Because my grandma called me darling. And I'm like, can I have, you know, one more brownie, one more cookie. And she's like, yes, darling, of course you can. Because you're my favorite grandchild. I know I am, I say. But I think I'm her only grandchild, too. So I don't know. I never met my brothers and sisters. Except that one time I tried to sew buttons on their eyes, but they're imaginary, I think. <laughs> and I said, eat that brownie, go nom, 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 eat it all up. And I ate the cookie, nom, 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 nom. And I was like, okay, okay, Nick, it's time for you to go to sleep now. I'm like, okay, Grammy, I go to sleep now. And I go, oh, Because that's how I sleep sometimes, isn't it funny? <laughs> and I wake up with one eye, just one eye open. And I see, what's that? It's a lizard with my grandma's clothes on. Why is there a lizard? Oh no, my mom and dad, they come in, but the lizards too. Everyone's got a lizard face. Oh. Which is weird. That's weird, right? People don't have lizard faces, do they? No, that's weird. Yeah, and I put both eyes open. And I see, oh, oh no. My face is on a pillow. My perfect little Mick face is on a pillow. I ate too many brownies and sugar candy cheese cookies, cookies, cookies. And I have to put my face back on. I'm like, Mommy and Daddy, Grandma, your lizard faces are on. I'm like, oh, it's okay, darling. We're friends now. And that's how we sew buttons and get cookies and candy from Grandma. The end. That was a pretty spooky story, Mick. And cookies and candy. I love brownies and cookies. <sighs> Yay! <laughs> All right, well, I think that's all the stories we have time for this time. Uh, but what about next time? There's next time, right? Yeah. And next time we are going to be talking about a whole series of stories, uh, not just one. A series? What? <laughs> what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Dabby, 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 dabby. We're going to be talking about Goosebumps. Uh, goosebumps! I love goosebumps. It's awesome. I can't wait for it. Yeah. And we, have, and we have a new story prompt. So if any of you want to send in a story, our story prompt for next time is plot twist. Plot Write a twist. Yep. Write a story that starts out one way, but ends in an entirely different way. Like, once upon a time, the end. It starts out once upon a time, and it ends with the end. I love it. Well, you want it to be a little longer than that. Oh. It should be about 500 words. 
That's a lot of words. It is a lot of words. Two, three, five hundred and one, six hundred. That's too many. And we will leave a link below. So if you write your story, you can send it to us. More stories, more stories, more stories. Just like Haley, who did the spooky story. <laughs> I like it. It needs brownies. More brownie stories. I like brownies. Lockets are cool, too. I like those. Uh-huh. Bye, kids. Bye, everyone. I need to go back to Grandma's house. <sighs> and sleep. Bye, everyone. We'll see you next week. Brownie solo. Brownie spike.